just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Welcome back to the Dresh Day Cantina. This is Philip. What's going on, everyone? This is Cameron. How's it going, Phil? Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. It's a good day. It is a beautiful Sunday. And uh, I think we're going to go ahead and talk to you today about our feelings on the expanded universe being turned to legends by Disney. Just I Hearing that in the same sentence just, I don't know, makes me upset <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Cameron's feelings are very black and white. Uh, I'm a little more gray, however. I think we can get into that here in a minute. Let's go ahead and get a baseline. Cameron, what do you think generally about the decision to turn all of you into legends? I, th I think the motive was... It's kind of skewed in my mind because when I think of Star Wars, I think of everything. Anything that says Star Wars is all Star Wars, right? But when Disney made the distinction that if it's not a part of the Skywalker trilogy, it's not canon. And a little piece of me thinks it's more than that. I think simply it was Disney deciding what exactly they had 100% control over is canon. Oh, if, I agree completely. If we don't have control over this novel or this graphic novel and 100% control... And we're not going to make 100% of the profit. We're going to shut it down. Because we're going to do it our own way so we can have 100%. I think that's a part of it. But it just it doesn't make sense because when you have hundreds and hundreds of books and thousands of hours of video games going back since I decades. was a kid. Decades. Like, I mean, it just it doesn't make sense because... Everything Star Wars was always considered canon by Lucas. Right. Because he, he didn't care. As long as you got approval from him to write a book or a comic book or to make a video game, it was canon. But when they took it away and they made the distinction Skywalker trilogy-based, which at that point 7, 8, and 9 shouldn't exist, uh, but that's that's a different episode for another time. However, I think it's important to note that while the distinction of canon and EU were made, it's all Star Wars at the end of the day. It all ties together. Luke Skywalker and EU is still Luke Skywalker from the movies. It's just a different part of him. So canon, in my mind, and the reason I always hate making the distinction between canon and some of our episodes is because I don't care what Disney thinks. I don't care what they mark as canon and not canon. I care about what's Star Wars and what's not Star Wars. Well, and I'm just looking for the best story. And let's face it, the Disney stuff just isn't the best story. It's not. I mean... That animated thing that they did, the the Rangers or whatever, and then they had that... Rebels? No, well, Rebels is one of them that I think is just trash. But also, that the animated one with... It's like a... I don't know, man. It's like a cartoon, and now they have like these animes coming out. And I'm like, dude, what? I understand Disney is oriented towards kids, but there's... But can you say that anymore? There's I mean, millions of more fans for Star Wars that aren't kids. Can you say Disney's 
oriented towards kids after their purchase of Marvel and the way they've done that. After their purchase of Star Wars, I mean, let's face it, people get impaled by light swords. Like, that's not No, they don't, because Disney doesn't understand lightsabers. If you watch their movies, they don't understand anything about how lightsabers work. But my point is, Disney's been moving into a direction of adult entertainment, not adult entertainment, but, like, entertaining... PG-13. Multi-generations, PG-13 and mm-hmm. up. You're looking at Marvel is not exactly a kid-friendly uh, franchise. I hate what they did to Marvel. Marvel, What they did to Marvel anyways, they already killed it for me. Well, that's okay, but we can, we can all admit it wasn't geared towards seven-year-olds. But at the same time, they did it in a way that it would still be appealing to them. They had a very broad audience they were trying to... And they, I think they did a good job of hitting pretty much every age group. But my point is, I don't think we can use the excuse of Disney's geared towards kids because but now Disney are. owns everything. They still are geared towards kids. To a degree. And in, in areas. I mean, yeah, they own a lot of kids' franchises. But at the I mean, same look time, at the scripts of the new movies. They were definitely geared towards kids. But they also, they're also they they're also geared... Well, that's true. Well, they were written by kids. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, they were written by people who did not understand Star Wars in the least. But I think you can honestly say, watching Sna- uh, Snoke be cut in half by a lightsaber, watching the battle scenes, watching people get you know limbs removed... Very few limbs removed get removed shown in the new Star movies. Wars is not a kids movie like I don't think anybody can make that argument anymore who's watched it it's violent it's very brutal there's a lot of politics there's a lot of love interests there's a lot of it but even George is Lucas not back in the day children's stories okay maybe not the stories but George the, Lucas back in the day even said it, it was meant for kids and which I thought I love George Lucas and you know this is his brainchild but i think that was the stupidest thing he could have said because the clone wars the romance behind everything the the battles all those jedi dying the kids aren't going to understand the politics of stars they're not going to understand the romantics of stars they're not going to understand the war and killing like about the only thing kid about the movies is some of the uniforms and some of the weapons like they just look comical well and then toys that's how you sell toys right right but I, I feel but the like the movies themselves, you can tell, are geared towards someone who understands the romantic angles, understands the political angles, who's going to read into it. it. It's an adult genre. It's an adult universe. Right. It, it's for people who can comprehend very complex things. And a seven-year-old's not going to comp- comprehend the political structure of Star Wars. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. No, they're not. And that that's kind of another thing I struggle with because in the EU, the EU would be more geared towards kids. Some of it, yes. Some not of the comic books. As a whole, I feel like... Now, there are some dark... If you want to get into comics, there's a lot of There's a lot of dark. really dark stuff. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Yes, some of the EU is geared towards kids. Some of it's geared towards an adult audience. Some of it's geared towards a mixed audience. Like all the omnibuses and all the... Right. At least a lot of the novels that I have... The graphic novels, not novel novels, are a little past a, a child's comprehension. Right. But some of the graphic novels are very kid friendly. Right. You know the slash, swoosh, bang, the the fighting. You you don't really. Some of them are dark, and you got to be careful. But there are a lot that is like, well, and closer graphic, to the rebels TV series. Graphic novels generally uh, lean that way. 
to a degree. Mm, there's not no, not all, and there's definitely some that are not. Graphic novels are graphic novels for a reason, not just for the illustration purpose, but also well, no, they're but, graphic. <laughs> like some of them, some yeah. of them, yes, absolutely. Uh, and don't don't take me a don't take what I'm saying to say that all graphic novels are for children, but okay. the format itself. Uh, being very largely picture based, it does lean towards um, being a child friendly format because you can get the story without actually being able to read it. You can understand the story through the imagery. And so you can make a very kid friendly graphic novel. Yes. Just by nature of the style of art. But. As with anything... It doesn't make the story... But as with anything in any universe, you have some that are kid-friendly and some that are not. I don't think that really matters because I don't think that's a good argument for why Disney would get rid of the EU because Disney's, what they call canon right now, is not kid-friendly for the most part. I mean, you've got some rebels and... that. What's that one with all those... That cartoon, the Rangers one, and then there's the one with the, all those female characters. That's another cartoony one. They look like anime characters. Yeah, I don't know. It's all garbage to me. And if if you guys like it, it all has a place. more power to you. I don't think it has a place. That's okay. My, that's my opinion. But it has. A we're place. Miss, we're it's missing places the, for someone who likes it, and that's it. Right, but we're missing. Well, that's good that they can like it, but it has nothing to do with the significance of Star Wars as a whole. Okay. That's my point. We're missing a crucial piece here in terms of the EU, in my opinion. They have never truly explained why they did what they did. And if they have, correct me, all of you out send there. Send me the article, send I'd me the interview, love to whatever it. it is. Because for them to just all of a sudden, well, now we own Star Wars. Okay, now we're going to make our own stuff and take George Lucas's scripts and throw them in the garbage. Oh, by the way, we're getting rid of the tens of thousands of hours of content and reading material that's all Star Wars because we didn't make it. Well, and a part of that in my mind just boils down to creative freedom. Um, I think it's funny though because in some of the, their movies and shows you can see the subtle pulling from the EU. Darth Bane in the Clone Wars. Give me a break. Yeah. Give, yeah. give me a break. Number one, Darth Bane did not look like that. And number two... <laughs> Once he died, his spirit lived on in all of his apprentices for the rest of the lineage. He was not a spirit. Right. Um, I think so. A part of it might have been creative freedom. They just didn't want to be constrained by stories that had been told. I think another part of it is a lot of the stories that were told don't fit the current political spectrum. Well, that's another problem, and though, too. Disney, Disney, being a major company, feels that they have to appease all the political classes right and we're not going to get into the politics on it because it, it just that's not what we do here it's not but, but it is it is right to know that it's wrong when you're trying to appease to an audience of people that appreciate all of star wars that you just now decide oh well that that doesn't exist you shouldn't we make it you shouldn't decide what politics you're willing to appease make the story make sense in the universe that's all I need to say on politics. I don't want to get into it. Just make a good Star Wars and I'll be happy. And I think they really did overdo the real world politics they in the story. It. 
They they did not deliver anything. They important. did not deliver in universe politics, and they delivered way too much real life politics yeah, in their movie. That's that's where you have to draw the line because George Lucas created George Lucas he did created it in a non biased way. Not just a non biased way, he created an entire new government system based off of the ideologies of our life. Yes. But he did it in a way that wasn't in your face. He said, this is Star Wars. This is just the facts of how it works. Just like Star Trek. There's all these empires and all, all the, the Federation and all this stuff. It's all politically inclined into what we know as politics. But they did it in a way that isn't, this is how it is because this is how our world is. Yeah, they didn't plant somebody with purple hair in there. Well, let's not. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I just, my, 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 my struggle is... How can you just take all this stuff and one day say, oh, uh, that's not Star Wars anymore because we didn't create it? Uh, I think that's the other side of this. I think Disney realized that as long as they're selling stuff that they're not getting royalties on because they don't own this book series, this is owned by the creator, why would we continue to push someone else's uh, content when we're not getting paid? And I think Disney wanted to get 100% of the pie and... They already did. They got Star Wars. Yes, but any time... That's that, all you need. But how many novels are there that Disney doesn't get royalties on because they don't own them? Well, that's not... That sucks for them. They don't need any more money. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It doesn't suck for them because all they had to do was call it Legends, and now it's not canon. Now they don't have to pay royalties. That dis- that, oh, I hate that word, canon. Like, the distinction between... What's true Star Wars and what's not Star Wars, and and it just it it creates strife. Oh, no. It causes a rift between Star Wars fans because, in case you guys didn't know, I feel like I've told you I play Star Wars: The Old Republic online, and I get on and and it every day in the chats it's always a division between canon, non-canon, Star Wars, not Star Wars, and it's just it's causing a division between fans. Oh, now. absolutely. And I will tell you. Ninety percent of the people I play with and people I know, you know, at my job and other things that I talk to, they all believe the EU should have stayed canon. It's a very small percentage of people that believe the EU should have been separated. Yes, yes. Uh, generally, people with short, funny colored hair and <laughs> short attention very, spans. Very, very strong opinions about things they know <laughs> nothing about. Yes, we know those people. It, um, I, I, I just have to say something real quick. I, I saw on Instagram the other day a picture and this guy, I couldn't tell if he was just trying to trying to stir the pot a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And I am too. The, but he, he's posted a picture and he's like, let's do a versus series. Starkiller versus Ahsoka, who would win? Oh, Starkiller. And then, and then, I don't know, you know what he said? He goes, I'm going to get things kicked off and say Ahsoka. Well, there's... there's. I can't tell if he was trolling or no, no, if he no, no, was no, no. serious. There's two sides to that. There's two sides to that. Starkiller is easily, in-universe, way more powerful. But Starkiller does not have nearly as thick plot armor as Ahsoka. Ahsoka is a huge seller for Disney. So they would protect her like they would pull every Jedi and Sith together to fight Starkiller just to save Ahsoka. Her plot armor is so thick it makes an A1M1 look pathetic. So is Starkiller's plot armor. armor Because 
if he went up against all the Jedi Masters back in the day, including Ahsoka, he would have just repulsed them all out of the tower. Oh, yeah. He would have destroyed them. But this... I mean, look, the guy beat Darth Vader and Palpatine back to back. Didn't even break a sweat. That gets us into where where cannons comes up a little does... bit lacking. That, and, and that's the thing. The EU also I feel like has... they did that because the EU is so powerful that they were like, well, we can't have ancient Sith Lords like Nihilus and Revan coming through because then it makes all of our Rey and our Ahsoka look like little pipsqueaks, which they are. Very much so. Uh, let's face it, Rey could have been an absolutely wonderful character. They screwed up by not training her, not building a character arc, not giving her weaknesses, not allowing her to have growth. She, leaves, she leaves the franchise the same person she came in as, and that is not a good story. The reason we loved Luke in the original trilogy was because he came in as a cocky young kid and you see him grow. I wouldn't say cocky, I'd say arrogant. Well, same thing for all intents purposes. The simple fact is he came in as a naive young punk. Yes. And he left as the exalted Jedi Grandmaster. The savior of Darth Vader, the one who brought Darth Vader back from from the dark side. The one who essentially led to the Emperor's death. Yes, he was rash. He rushed in. But you see, he rushes in once. He loses. He learns his lesson. He comes in and he allows the Emperor to capture him. He comes to the throne room to try to stop it. He He was playing the Emperor the whole time. That's what I love about that. You see... You he, he trolled the Emperor. Dude. In that movie, yes. But you see at the end that he has grown as a character. He's lost some fights. He's won some fights. But generally speaking, he's grown. And Anakin as well. Anakin's story in the, in the prequels. Yes. Uh, a young kid I who's gone say, through trials and tribulations as a slave. I would say Anakin's character arc is a little weaker than Luke's. Just I think because it's better. I think it's better, but I think it's weaker. Okay, it can be weaker, but I think in the but grand I think scheme it's of only, Star Wars... I think it's only weaker because had they produced movies 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 in that order, they would have had plenty of time to build Anakin's arc. But with where Darth Vader started in movie 4, you get a lot of gaps in his story. I like the way he did it, 4, 5, and 6 first, because it shows you... Oh, I like it too. Vader's redemption, and then you show you how how he got there. But I the reason I like it too. But you could write a better story if you write from beginning and to end because you don't have those little issues like uh, I think he did droids not knowing who people are like Obi Wan. You know, R two not recognizing Obi Wan even though he has all of his memory banks uncleared. No, he did that on purpose. I get that. I get that. There's an in-universe answer for it, but the truth is, it's just because he wrote the first three movies after four, five, and six, and you just gotta kinda you gotta kinda give some suspension and disbelief. I think it's more because Obi-Wan was like, I don't seem to remember owning a droid. Like just being his sarcastic Obi-Wan self. Right. That's all it was. But he does remember R2. Now, what I you gotta also gotta remember he was a hermit for forty years. Yeah, I get that. Like well not quite. 20 years? Uh, well, Luke, let's see, when he brought Luke, Luke was as an only infant. 19, 20? 20 more years. Obi-Wan would have been 35, I believe. At the end of Revenge of Sith, I think he was 40. So, yeah. So he's I, probably old. But either way. But 20 years as a hermit, I mean, it makes a difference. Either way, I think the reason I think Anakin's is better is because 
Not not better, better, like it's solely better. But he has but, a light to dark to light redemption arc. Whereas Luke just has a character arc. It's not light to dark to light to dark. It's just young and naive to being a functional member of society who is really well well rounded. So it's a good arc and it's more it's more easy for people to relate to Luke. Because he's he's a good guy. He's trying to do the right thing and sure. he makes mistakes. Anakin's kind of hard to relate to because for most people, they don't go and murder a whole bunch of kids. Or Tusken Raiders. Or Tusken Raiders. Or, you know, <laughs> slaughter an entire village of people. Or or so, Jedi's in the library. Right. So, But I, I, I think... His arc is better. I just think it's less relatable. And that's why I think Luke's is stronger is because it's more relatable to more people. I think Anakin's is better because... Oh, yes. Anakin's is better. I think Anakin's is better because you see him go through trials and tribulations as a slave, always being held back by the council, never reaching his full potential, being the chosen one. And then you see him kind of start to go down the dark path, but he's conflicted. Then you see him embrace the dark path, and then you see him come back in Luke's time. I think there's just, it's more of a roller coaster ride at it that is. point. Versus it is. Luke's is kind of just that slow roller coaster going up, and once you reach the peak, then you go down. Anakin's is like it's got loops, it's got turns, it's got you know sidewinders. Anakin's is much more entertaining, but again, Luke's is more relatable. And and, and I think that was Luke's intent as well. Right. But that being, we're getting off a little too far here. Sorry, guys, but it's important to note because when it comes to Disney's what is now canon, which should have never been canon except for the original characters, Leia, Lando, Han. Chewie and Luke. Yeah, but they broke all those characters. I mean, let's face it. Disney broke all of those characters. Luke was not a defeated, broken, undriven individual. The reason we love Luke is because Luke never gave up hope. He always kept pushing. He was... Well, he was the new hope. That's the name of the movie. Right. He was the one who produced... And when Disney created their characters for 7, 8, and 9... Luke was a broken, defeated old man who was being replaced by some know-nothing 18-year-old who's not even Whimsical willing to train. fantasy, that's all it is. She's the ideal feminist. I mean, that that's what feminists see themselves as, and but that's my, what she is. My problem is, those original characters that they kept were amazing for the story. But the, 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 the issue with now bringing in canon, like Ben Solo, was an original canon character in the EU. In seven eight nine, but I think it was Jason Solo was his name, and then Ben was um, Ben Skywalker and Jason Solo, or was it? Jason? No, it was Ben Skywalker and Jason Solo were right. the originals, right? Because Mara Jade and Luke Skywalker's kid was Ben Skywalker, and then Han and Leia had Jason Solo. Yes. Either way, so they kind of kept a little bit of it, which Kylo Ren is the only one who makes sense in their series. Because they did have they did have a son who joined who was a Jedi and joined the dark side and did all this <laughs> bad stuff, but it's an issue because now you're bringing in all these other characters and calling them canon when they have no historical ties to anything except for one thing. Well, and that rays of Palpatine, which we didn't even find out until the episode nine, which was garbage. Well, and that felt like it was thrown in because they didn't know what to do with the storyline. That's where I was going with it earlier, by the way. Like, okay, so you've got. Luke, who's, his character is destroyed. The closest to original intent would have been maybe Leia. Because she is powerful. She's a, a strong, powerful woman. She is 
a leader. She is... She's a badass. Oh, yeah. And they kind of kept that, and then they killed her basically off screen. Or... On screen. She died in real life, but... Right, but they basically killed her in, in a heartbeat. Like, ridiculous. Um, then you have you have Han, okay? So, Han's storyline in the original series was... In the original trilogy, Han was a scoundrel turned rebel. Nerf, he was a nerf turned, herder, not a scoundrel. He was a scoundrel. <laughs> um, he was he was a scoundrel. He was a smuggler. He was didn't care about the law. He was a bad boy. And he eventually came to side with the rebellion, put his own life on the line to save other people that he's never met before. He redeemed himself. And the first thing that Disney does when they get control is they shove him back into the role that Nobody... The drunk dad who's never home. Right, right. And so they destroyed his character because his character arc in the original trilogy was he became a good man. He overcame his badness. And what do they do? They throw him... He, okay, he's a piece of shit again. They don't explain why. They don't explain how. Just, okay, he's, he's a deadbeat dad. Uh, then you have, like... Chewie's Chewie. Chewie's Chewie. You can't really screw up Chewie. He doesn't Lando, have dialogue. Lando's Lando. Lando's Lando. But they did mess with Lando's character a little bit. I don't think so. Uh, not in the trilogy, but in the Han, in the Solo, the Star Wars story. Well, it's, that's that's another thing that they made canon. was Lando was a womanizer. Yes. Lando was a scumbag. A little bit. Lando was a gambler. Yes. Lando was a high-stakes roller. But he was also a hard worker. But that's the thing. So I mean, now now to have him as this guy who's he he like he kinda broken. hits on Kira for a little bit. Which I get. But yeah, oh I do too. <laughs> but but then like this that just that robot, that stupid L three robot, that pissed me off so Orlando's in love with me. Like, yeah. Because every pilot's in love with their ship. That doesn't mean he loves you as a person and wants to marry you, you stupid robot. Yeah. Like, what is that? What is that crap? Yeah, but that—that's what happens when you let someone who doesn't understand men write male characters. <laughs> I just—it it confuses me because you have the backstory of all these characters in hundreds of books, thousands of books, thousands, thousands of hours of video games, millions of words, hundreds of thousands of paragraphs. And, and, hundreds and, of hours of video games. And you're telling me you can't find one source. Not one source. I'm not saying pull a little bit from here and there to make it seem like you came up with your own ideas. Because Disney did that. They pulled bits and pieces from everywhere and mashed it together saying, Oh, we came up with this. We're really? so good. Where exactly did you get the idea that they came up with anything for that Palpatine's entire... clone. The Red Guard. The Infinite Empire, whatever they call it. Planet-killing super sphere. Okay, no, I said some things. No, They're no, pulling no. from some things and saying, we did this. Right, but my point is, they. I never got the... I never had the opinion once that Disney has created anything unique. No, I didn't say unique. I just said that they tried to pretend that they, they created they act everything. like it is. But that aside, I think, I think it's an issue because you can't pull from the extended universe... And think that EU fans won't figure it out. Because we did. Well, they didn't just pull from it. And they, the original they trilogy. They completely 
bastardized it. Well, and they remade the original trilogy, in my opinion. They took a character from the EU, and then they destroyed it and made it not interesting, not fun, not intelligible in any way. And I'm sorry, but Dave Filioni and John Farvo did the same thing with Clone Wars and Rebels. I'm sorry, they did. They tried to be sneaky about pulling from the EU to make some crappy universe work that... It sucked. I love the I Clone was, Wars. But... I was kind of okay with the way they did it, because when they did it for that, it seemed like they were pulling from EU out of love of Star Wars. Like, they wanted to include things... But they, but they just, they forced it. They forced it. They, they did do force it. quite a they bit of it. They didn't do it in a good way. They tried. And I'll give credit for trying. Like in the Mandalorian show? I'm sorry. Ahsoka shouldn't have even been there. It should have been Luke from the start. You just have a vendetta against Ahsoka. She's a great character. Let's face it. I think she's a badass. The she's reason, a great character, but she doesn't make sense. The reason Ahsoka... Here, Anakin, here's a Padme. You're not. You're, you're a Padawan. You're not even a Jedi Master. The reason Ahsoka was in that series is strictly because they needed to stretch out the, the series. I can think of a thousand different ways to stretch it out without bringing in a character that's so subliminal, that's so controversial. I'm not the only one who doesn't appreciate Ahsoka. There's a lot of EU fans that think she's trash because her story doesn't make sense. Some of it does, some of it doesn't. I'll give you that. No, it doesn't. Um, she didn't start the rebellion. Galen Merrick did. Yeah, that should... She's not more powerful than Vader or Anakin, but somehow they show Vader lose that fight against her when they're doing the super weapon battle, whatever. Which battle? I don't know. I watched something on YouTube. It was Vader, all Darth Vader battles, and that one. Came oh, when up. she's holding her own in that in that uh, that dark prison world between worlds or whatever it was. Yeah, which and then that's another thing that just should have never existed. Oh look, reach through the mirror, pull me back. What? Yeah, that didn't make a whole lot of. What sense. are we watching Star Trek now? Like <laughs> your face. Right, though? Star Trek or 40K, something do, do where it's you, ridiculous. Do you see why I think it's crap? I think they she was poorly come up written with, in a lot of ways. I think she had a lot of potential. Up. All of that Rebels was just just garbage, man. Give me a break. Rogue One did it better with Rebels. Rogue One uh, did kind of a good job. Rogue One did an amazing job. That's the way it should have been done. Okay, so Rogue a bunch One... Of, a bunch of misfits running around acting in criminal mischief to try and form a rebellion. That's the way it should have been done. Rogue One Not some overpowered teenage bimbo who thinks she's... Overrated at best. Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. It wasn't bad, but let's face it, we had gone so many years without actual Star Wars from, like, a major media, like... Lucas films. I just thought it was cool to see that something. We were just so try. desperate to see Star Wars that we thought it was good. And it's alright. But it's signature Disney trash. I think Rogue One is probably one of the better Star Wars films of its time. Probably the best of the Disney produced. Yeah, that's what I mean. Of um, its time. Disney but era. The best of the garbage fires is still a garbage fire. <laughs> now don't get me wrong each of the disney films has something i really appreciate each of the disney canon films has something i really appreciate so do the so do the tv shows so do the comics to a degree I like just... i really appreciate finally somebody connecting in very 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 vivid scenery 
that the Empire and all of their offshoots are Nazis. What do you mean? Starkiller Base, that whole scene, that is that is oh. right out of Hitler handbook. Yeah. So I can finally appreciate that they that they brought it in that blatantly. Because I think there were a lot of people who it had is, some... It is Walt Disney. There were a lot of... <laughs> shots fired. There were a lot of people who had some misconceptions about the empires, and I've been hearing a lot about how... Well, I was at the time, about how the empire was for the best. That it was so much better than the... Than the... Than the Republic, because the Republic was corrupt. It's like, yeah, so was the Empire. The, the the Republic couldn't get anything done. Right. And the Empire could have, if they wanted to, but they no, didn't No, they did. They give. just murdered people to do it. Right. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't care about you. Yeah, at least the Republic didn't get in your way and kill you. Like, there were a lot of people or at take that over time. your planet and force you to be subservient. Well, there were a lot of people at that time who were like, well, the Empire was trying to prepare for the Yuzang Vong invasion. And no, just, just, they just, were just, not. Just, just. And simply put, they were they were essentially fascist. Probably worse. They were a combination of imperialism and fascism. And it was very brutal. And people needed to have that. Now, in Solo, I really loved the way they portrayed Corellia. I loved the seeing the underworld of Star Wars. I loved seeing a different point of view than Princess Leia, who came from royalty and came from the Organa family. Uh, Padme Amidala of Naboo, the royalty. The aristocrat, the, yeah. All you saw was the aristocrat, other than like Luke and Han, but even them, even they became aristocratic. No, they didn't. Eventually, Han Solo really Han Solo was an aristocrat. Uh, How he, many estates did he own? How much money did he, he have? He would have been if they'd have stuck. Would to the have EU. been. Mm. Disney screwed up his character because they didn't want a strong male lead. Well, had they stuck to the EU, he would have been an aristocratic level. He wouldn't have been an aristocrat. He wouldn't have. But... He was a smuggler till the day he died. He was a misfit. Uh to a degree. But, doing jobs for job or running spice and illegal weapons like married to a princess uh i'm gonna go with aristocrat for 100 by marriage not yes by yes int- by marriage which happens to be how most people get into the aristocracy it's called <laughs> it's called by default not that that was his choice he no. married her because he loved her he didn't care about the money you're right he did well he did at first because he specifically said on the death sir i'm in this for the money but he would have been in it for the money. But by the end, it was for love, and that doesn't matter, because once you're in the aristocracy, you're in the aristocracy, whether you do it for love or not. I'm not disagreeing and disputing that. My, I'm just saying my point is, his intent wasn't to become an no. aristocrat. He didn't, he didn't have aristocratic tendencies. Right. Neither did Luke, but by the end, he's the Grandmaster of the Jedi. He has no choice but to t- assume those duties. But that's not aristocracy at that point. But it's also not the slums of Corellia. And that's not what we saw. Yeah. So they veering a, back on course, though, I think. I think I was bit gives you. I'm working on getting back on. Well, course. I, I know, I know, but I'm my speaking point for canon. was each of these things in canon from Disney has something I really like. The problem is 
overall Disney's canon is total garbage. It's not even canon. It's just whatever Disney says goes. You have... I'm looking at my bookshelf. That's maybe half of the books that I have that are Star Wars. And And that's maybe 5% of the books out there. That's my point. So all of that was one day just decided by Disney. Oh, that doesn't matter anymore because we didn't make it. Well, and Disney and I'm never trying... came out and said it didn't matter. They said it's legends, and I was but really happy with the way the they issue. did it at first. That doesn't solve no because I'm not now. I, no, maybe not at now. first, but now it doesn't make sense because now they're like, "Well, it doesn't matter." Right. But but then they'll come around and be like, "Oh, but force healing abilities came from the High Republic era a thousand years ago." It's like. Oh, I thought that was Legends. I thought, so then why is Rey using a Force Healing ability that, that was from 1,500 years ago? That was has been lost for about 1,500 years that nobody knew how to do and magically she... I thought that was Legends in EU. Right. But it's just kinda it's like, so counterintuitive. Kind of like having to train to be a Jedi was EU. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my point is, when they first came out with it and Disney said, we're going to make this Legends, it wasn't a this is no, more, no longer fact it was a hey we're going to take all these things that have always had a little bit of confusion to them there's a little bit of conceit we're going to go ahead and go through them and turn we're going to make it all make sense Mm. we're going to take out the things that aren't that are world breaking and we're going to bring everything back in and that's what i thought was going to happen they were going to set a team of six or eight people to go through the eu and say okay we read this book. This fits in line. There's nothing world-breaking here. We're going to go ahead and shove it in, and it'll be canon. Yeah. And then if about six weeks later, they'll come out and say, hey, this comic book's all good. Hey, this book's all good. Hey, this video game's all good. I thought that was what they were doing, is sorting out for the things <laughs> that were world-breaking. Little do you know. Little do I know they just wanted to propagandize. They wanted to crap all over it and say, we didn't make this, so it doesn't matter. And, and now I think I realize it really was about money. It always has been. And, and that hurts me. Why do you think there's so much division between Star Wars fans? Why do you think it's, they're banding together and not buying Disney stuff anymore? It's because a multi-billion dollar industry. Don't get me wrong. I still want to go to Disney World in I Florida. I don't. I've, I've heard from people who hate Disney that it's actually really I cool. don't care if it's really good. I'm not supporting Disney. It could be the best in the world, and it could be free to me. Somebody else could pay for it. I'm not going because I refuse to support Disney. I'd still Even go with a parking spit pass. Florida. Paid hotel and everything. Paid, yeah. paid food for three, four days. A paid Disney hotel, Disney food, Disney profits. No, I will not do you're it. Not, it's not a profit from your end. Oh, you're supporting it, though? I'm sorry. I have principles I stand on. Let me go Phil, ahead and take a step Phil, off these principles and break Phil, my leg on the way down. Philip, if someone came to you and gave you a week's pass to Disney World, Hogwarts, Universal Studios... It would go on eBay. <laughs> and I would take those profits and invest them in this podcast where I can bash Disney. Or give it to me and I'll do both. <laughs> nope. eBay. You can buy it if you want it. <laughs> Look, I just... It just really bugs me. Disney broke my heart. Back on track. Not they they didn't break my heart. They crushed my soul. They broke my heart. I won't let them touch my soul. They took so many years. Oh, my soul's mended now (laughs) because I'm here bashing them. But the problem was, it took 
years of my life, and I remember my brother and I growing up, dude, would just, we'd buy all the toys, the comics, watch the movies, play the video games. We, we spent hundreds of hours of our time devoting ourselves to Star Wars and learning and having fun, buying the cheap lightsabers and beating the crap out of each other and all of our friends in the neighborhood. It's like, and I feel like all that, while the memories are still there for me and it makes me happy and warm and fuzzy to think about them, the issue is knowing all that time and everything that we learned about Star Wars back then that we devoted our time to now doesn't mean anything in the eyes of Disney because the stuff we learned and played with and taught are not camp. I really couldn't care less what it means in the eyes of Disney because, again, I have no intention of supporting Disney. So in all of our episodes prior, that's why I always tell you guys, if you remember... I don't care about the distinction between canon and EU because guess what? In my mind, it's all still canon. I make the distinction because we have to understand that there is going to be confusion because Disney doesn't make any sense. I don't have and to make the distinction. If we don't, dis- if we don't make the distinction, it's not going to make any sense. It all makes sense because Star Wars is Star Wars. Canon well, EU if, doesn't matter. Well, no, because my distinction is made to say, hey, look, this is Disney crap. Don't worry about it. Okay, why didn't you lead with that, dude? That makes more sense instead well, of telling I'm, me. I'm trying to be unbiased as best I can. I know I'm biased. I'm heavily biased. We're all anti-Disney here, and I know, I mean, if a lot of you guys out there appreciate the Disney universe... That's okay. You can appreciate it. You can. I'm not saying you can't like I said. appreciate it, but 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 we don't think that we have to appreciate it as well because I personally don't. I appreciate the cinematography and I appreciate some of the characters. There are but... stories in the EU I don't appreciate. Of and course, there are stories in the in the canon I don't appreciate. Ahsoka. <laughs> and I appreciate a little bit of everything from every piece of Star Wars. Like I said before. I appreciate Corellia from the Disney era. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate all kinds of stuff. I just don't think Disney produced a Star Wars movie. I think they badged a crappy knockoff movie as a Star Wars. It doesn't make sense. It was a That's terrible, terrible That's because Ryan Johnson fanfic. can't write a movie to save his life. The guy who said, Ooh, I've, I've never, I never even saw Empire when it came out. Referencing Empire Strikes Back. That interview, I, oh, I watched the interview and he's like, People didn't like Empire Strikes Back when it first came out. Uh, and I'm like, dude, excuse me? it was the number one grossing box office movie at the time. And I, I believe it still Jar is. Jar Binks. I think <laughs> I think it still is in the top top echelon of grossing movies of all time. Accounting for inflation, probably. Um, but I people say... are just like, he's like, because they're comparing it to my movie, but my movie is different. I'm like, no, it's not. You had a, you had giant not. AT-ATs on a planet. It, it's literally not. It's the exact except for the whole Canto bite. Oh, you mean the useless forty-minute trail that did absolutely zero for the story? <sighs> we went at to least a place, Bespin had some significance. We went to a place and we got a guy and he broke us out and then he came and betrayed us and it did nothing. It literally accomplished. You could have left that out and it would have changed the story zero. You could have had 40 minutes of character building for Ray to be training. Finn should have died. Finn's sacrifice to that giant super laser would have saved them. It would have saved the rebels. The res- oh, sorry. It would have saved the resistance. I don't even want to get into that because that, 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 oh. Okay, you're going to get me started. <laughs> Hold on, fellas. She 
ruined his character arc. We don't, we don't kill bull. The whole reason for going to war is to kill the other guy before he can kill you. And if you die in the process, as long as you achieve something, you're a hero. He would have died a hero with a great character arc. He would and have gone have, from being a bad guy to being a perfect good guy. It would have destroyed that massive laser weapon. He would have gone from being a bad guy to being a confused guy to being the perfect good guy. And why did you ruin it? So that you can have your little feminist minute. I'm sorry. It made no sense. This is the reason you can't let feminists say anything about war. People must die to win. Sorry. That's how it works. That's Star Wars. Darth Vader had to die. That's reality. People die to win. Han Solo had to die for heroes, Kylo Ren to realize his mistakes. Like, heroes give their lives for just, victory. It's just, it's one of those things. It's like, there's so much that could have been saved. But guess what? Now that's all canon. I know. I know it is. And it is canon. And that's okay. Because now it's canon and it's officially Disney propaganda that feminists lose wars. <laughs> that is something that Disney has put down in stone Disney that they believe. Disney themselves. Oh, man. Feminists lose wars. How counterintuitive of their motives. It, yeah, their motive was to give her a good, beautiful scene where she saves his life. And, and what she did is destroyed how many people's lives? I just... I, 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 I How many people died because she was too greedy to let him die for his cause i just to be a hero need to say one thing all of the extended universe that exists what is now considered eu and not canon all the ancient sith lords all the, the old republic all the, the the one sith with darth crate and darth talon and Cade skywalker all of that stuff now if disney were to capitalize on that things without skewing it i know i'm 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 really being a wishful thinker here because they will butcher it if they were to capitalize off of all of those stories give us a darth bane movie give us a kotor movie give us a Cade skywalker movie guess what they would make way way more money what disney than the crap they pulled what disney needs to do first of all is release an apology Dang, for the last them. six movies. They did. They, they did. You know how they apologized? They got they rid of fired Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy as creative director. What we need to do, is, first of all, the next thing you need to do is get rid of the position of creative director. You have proven you cannot be trusted with any creative intent. Take a novel from the EU and put an engineer George in Lucas charge. George creative director. And put an engineer in charge of taking that novel and turning it into a movie. The way they did Lord of the Rings. Just take novel, insert into movie format. <laughs> as closely as possible. I'm just still waiting on a Silmarillion movie. And when we get Oops. three movies from a series of novels that are just the story as written in the novel, you will make a ridiculous amount of money at the box office, and then we will allow you a little bit of creative leeway. Because then fans because happy. You, you, when fans happy, fans buy toys and books. When fans buy toys and books, big Disney daddy gets big check. Disney needs to know. And Lucasfilm right out. now needs to figure out 
that you can't allow somebody who comes in and, and his entire goal is to subvert expectations. The reason we have expectations is because we know what reality is. And the reality of the situation Not is... Not reality. It's we know what we want. No, no, no. We know what reality is. We know how a good character arc in reality... Which is what we want. We know what we, we want. We want to see as fans, that. Exactly. As fans, we know what we want to see. We want to see Starkiller in a movie. We want to see Darth Bane trilogy in a movie or a TV show. You want to see the smug kid have the realization that he can't do it all. And then work hard to achieve what he needs to achieve. Exactly. Okay? That is not what we got with Ray. We got a smug kid who never lost, never had to better herself, and was still a pathetic, smug little weasel at the end of it. That is not a character arc. And then claims that the name is of the Skywalkers, which crash. is absolutely ridiculous and asinine in and of itself. She never should have said Ray Skywalker. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think we, knew, I think we are undervaluing that line. Simply put, in my mind, that line shows that Ray actually grew a microscopic amount in the movie. Because what? the Ray at the beginning of the movie would have had no shame in saying, I'm Ray Palpatine. What are you going to do about it? Oh, she should have said that. She should she have. Is. She should have. But she's learned a little bit of shame. And that's okay. Because now in three Clearly movies... Clearly it didn't phase her. Well, now in three movies where we should have gotten a complete character arc, at least we have her on her first failure. We'll need 11 more Disney movies for her to get a complete character arc. But at least we saw a change in her character. Like, yeah. from beginning to end, she was just... I'm I'm Ray. I'm just I'm awesome. I can do anything. Here, I've never flown a ship, but here, let me jump into a ship and fly it. Here, I've never held a light stick, but I'm gonna go ahead and beat somebody who spent their entire life training under Snoke, uh Luke. In the first movie, nonetheless. She'd never even picked it up and she beat him? How did that happen? That's BS and we all know it. What should have happened is she should have been cut in half. Like that is ridiculous. If you pick up a lightsaber against a fully trained lightsaber combat person, man, woman, light side, dark side, doesn't matter, and you pick up the lightsaber for the first time, you should die instantly. Arm off, hand off, head off. Ahsoka had a better it should have looked. It should have looked like, hmm, I don't know, one of the Fets versus uh, a purple lightsaber wielding Jedi it. Master? Arm, arm, head. No, it was hand, uh, it was blaster pistol head was it oh no it's jetpack blaster pistol head no because he nicked the jetpack that's what lands him back on the no. ground no 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 yeah mace windu nicks nope. the jetpack that's the what jet lands pack... boba back no. on the dirt no Django. 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 he got trampled by the reek is that what it was and it, it the reek uh it he his claws raked the back end of well it doesn't really matter his, his head rolled on the ground in but half a second that's he what pulled matters. the blaster out Samuel Jackson, Mace Windu, cut the blaster, spun around, and cut off his head. That's right. Half a second is all it took to lob his head off. That's what that fight should have looked like. Simply put, Ray should have had her head rolled across the No, that fight should have been Django escaping and becoming Mandalore again. Okay, no, no. That's <laughs> not happening. We're talking about Ray. Then he could have raised Boba Fett. This is kind of my And Boba could have not been a pansy. Thinking. Boba wasn't a pansy. He could have raised Boba Fett. They could have been the two Fets bringing back the. Fett have you clan. not watched? Have you not watched the, uh, the Disney era, Boba stuff? 
What do you mean? <laughs> Disney's put Boba in a whole bunch of their stuff recently. Like young Boba, like 12, 15-year-old Boba. In the Clone Wars, yeah, I watched it. He's kind of a pansy. He's also learning. He doesn't have his dad. He could have been not a whiny little Because he's learning from Aura Singh, who's a cheese ball of a bounty hunter. That's true. If he was learning from Bosk or Dengar or Django, if his dad was still alive, he'd have been way less of a putz. And his ideas were actually really good. But my point was... He got counterplayed by who? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So Plot armor Ahsoka. But what I'm saying is, at least in Rey's favor... Disney gave her an oh moment, I'm not perfect. Yes, it was at the end of a trilogy where she should have been, I don't know, turning into an adult. But we got some character movement. Like, mm. oh no, all of a sudden, ah, I probably shouldn't say I'm the big bad. Um, I'm a Skywalker. Words. Yeah, I am. I'm really, really not happy. <laughs> I knew this was gonna this was gonna tee me this off. This might be our first explicit episode, folks. This episode, I knew it was gonna tee me off. This irritates <laughs> me so much. Me too. I'm just a little more capable of keeping composed. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm it not. Bugs a lot of us, and trust me, I'm I'm sure some of you guys are gonna get a little peeved at the stuff we're talking about because you either agree or don't. Who and knows? if you don't agree, that's okay. You're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> we're all entitled to our opinions. I just I think canon should have stayed all inclusive because once you start to divide what is and isn't canon based off of I don't know financial revenue and what we do and make and say is right and wrong Disney in this case you start to cause a rift between the fans which has already happened that is a huge problem in modern Star Wars there is a massive rift and it it's not even 50-50 like you would expect. It's probably like 5% to 95%. 95% being the ones who hate the fact that they did this. Well, 95 being being the ones who've actually read other than just the movies. Right. I mean, the only ones that think this was a good idea were the ones that have barely watched 4, 5, and 6, maybe watched 1, 2, and 3 accurately, and then came out and watched Disney. They haven't watched any of the TV shows. All the, Maybe they've watched Mandalorian. Maybe they watched... Uh, what was the one that came out before Mandalorian? What do you mean? Uh, TV show, Disney, before the Mandalorian. Rebels? Rebels came out like 2014. That, anyways, maybe they've watched the Mandalorian. Maybe they've watched a few of the Disney things. But they haven't read the EU. They don't play the video games. They're, they're very laid back narrow minded not invested no oh, not narrow minded but not invested narrow minded mentality not invested they they haven't watched any of the EU stuff they haven't played the video games they haven't read the books or seen the graphic novels all they've seen is is what Lucasfilm came out with and what Disney's came out come out with and so to them it doesn't make a difference sure so it's a very small vocal minority that are being that are pushing it into a direction it should have never gone. And I feel like it's in a lot of so cases... So then why pander and cater to... Ah, that would be... Why a... pander and cater to the 5% instead of the 95% who have more money? Oh, oh, see, because... And this is a personal theory of mine. Agenda? No, it's not agenda. It is, partially. It's, it's, it's a, a problem of Twitter. Twitter is heavily one-sided. And a lot of these people making movies, running companies, they see Twitter as a representation of the population of the U.S. When realistically it's 
on one side of the spectrum and 10% on the other. And so if you get 90% of Twitter to go screaming and reeing about how evil, how evil the patriarchy is, well, you think 95% of the world thinks that the patriarchy is evil when 90% of the world honestly realizes that there is no patriarchy. Gee, I don't know. Padme Amidala and Princess Leia don't seem like a patriarchy to me, and they're two some of those badass female characters in all of Star Wars. But if they're if if you all you hear the Terminator, Sarah Connor. But if all you hear is Lara an executive, Croft. if if you, all you hear is an executive at Disney, you're gonna think that's the realistic part, and, and you're gonna cater to that. That's probably not, exactly how it sounds too. No, you're not. How gonna, could this happen? Right. But you're not going to realize that 90% of your audience is is losing interest because you're destroying the thing that they love. No, they don't care as long as the check's clear, they're, too. They're turning... Dis- Disney is turning Star Wars into a skin suit of the thing it was. They're taking the name Star Wars and putting it over their face and going, Hi, I'm Star Wars. No, you're not. You're not Star Wars. You're Disney. We know you are. And you're ruining the thing we loved. And, and that's when we why... leave, and you have ruined it, all you have left is seven social justice warriors who go, well, why do I care? I never even liked Star Wars in the first place. I was just trying to cause a stir. Right. Yeah. I never liked Star Wars. I just disliked the fact that Luke was a man. I just don't understand why the 95% bring in money, and the other 5% that they're pandering to and catering to don't have the money. But if all you hear, if everything you hear is from Twitter, and everything you hear is from that point of view. You think, realistically, that that's what the world is. When, realistically, Twitter is entirely an echo chamber. Yeah. So, what you're hearing is a giant echo of people screaming racism. When, realistically, they're just... Well, sexism, I'd say not. Sexism, racism... Uh, I, I don't know all the other isms. I all don't the really phobias care. that isms and phobias and the it's the ru- it's ruining Star Wars. The buzzwords because when I was a kid, almost thirty years ago, yeah, I'm that old. That wasn't an issue. People didn't care about what color Lando was. People didn't care about what sex anyone was. People didn't Whoa. care about any of that stuff. You know why? Because Star Wars was Star Wars. Well, and but now it's a matter of an agenda well, because they want to cater to. They're glancing. Pansies. They're glancing over the fact that Star Wars addresses the issue of slavery, Absolutely. and racism, and imperialism, and imperialism, and Nazism, and uh, all the negative things that we recognize in this world. And believe it or not, Star Wars also has a lot to say on the evils of crony capitalism and democracy and uh, the upper echelons of the world. Oh, I'm just talking about the original they ones. They gamble Look at here. The, Look at the the trade federation. Look at the the banking. Oh, cartels, the separatist the... movement's a huge, hugely symbolic of that. Oh yes, absolutely. And so, it's all in there. Just look at it. I mean, George Lucas was fighting racism earlier than most people in that industry. Yeah, he portrayed how racist the the empire was. Right in the first movies. And how xenophobic the they only were. time they brought the the xenopho- the and the only time they brought the alien species in was when they were using them as bounty hunters to but chase the, down their prey the differences they, they treated them like animals the difference is they didn't have to say it 
versus Disney feels like they have to so voice much it. nuance in it. It's like here and it Disney is. Disney has no nuance. It's black and white. Take what you want, and Disney's like, well, this is racist, and this is that, and it's like you, why, when you doing that to Star Wars. And canon and non-canon and distinguishing well, and all this crap is what's ruining Star Wars. That's really what bothered me about the Canto bite. Why do you think their sales have just floundered these last few years? Because the thing that bothered me about that was I totally understood where they were going. And I actually kind of liked the point they were making subtly that both sides are being supported by the same people. And there's corruption and those people are making a killing off of that. And I saw that before they ever brought up the holograms of all the ships. And I and as soon as they did that, I'm like, why did you have to take it out of the subtext? That was context. You took it out of this out of not saying it, and you had to go and say, Hey, look how evil capitalism is. No, no, no. You could have showed that. That's subtly. one of those things that they do where they feel like they have to voice everything, like Ray in the cave. You spent twenty minutes making it obvious. If people are too stupid to see what you were doing, don't worry about them. When I watch a movie, I want to feel. I want to think for myself. Create a scene where there's no words, only emotions and pictures. Disney failed because they feel like they have to explain what's happening in every single frame. We don't care. We want to make it up for ourselves. This is why the rich are corrupt. Okay, you showed us that. Then you came back and you made us feel like idiots. Because it's not you just had that scene. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about all of Star, all of that it. scene. They, well, they feel like they have they to voice it, everything. It's they do it stupid. in a lot of their newer movies, like. But it's I in Marvel really bad. Well, that's why I quit watching Marvel. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't even I didn't even see Endgame until this year because I put it off. I never saw Captain Marvel and I never will because I watched it. It's not Captain Marvel. <laughs> Captain Marvel was a man. Marvel. Um. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's not get into Marvel because that's gonna piss me off even more. You mean Captain Marvel? But I, what I was gonna say is when Disney was. All the fans were basically telling Disney, "If you guys don't stop, we're gonna, we're not gonna buy your stuff anymore." And they're like, "Well, you don't have to watch our movies. You don't have to buy our merchandise." I'm not the, here for white men. Guess what? All the Disney fans were like, "Okay," they didn't go see the movies, and Disney lost billions of dollars. They quit playing the video games. Disney lost billions of dollars. They quit no, buying action figures. Disney lost millions and hundreds of millions, maybe not billions yet. Billions. They, I, I think once they start losing. Billions with a B, then uh, they're not. Gonna we might actually have a chance no, of letting them learn not. their lesson. They're not, and that's why people are creating their own fan films on YouTube and everything. I really, just a shout out to a couple of guys. Star Wars Theory. I'm sure most of you know who he is. He has his own fan films going on. Stupendous Wave. He does a lot of things catering towards all of Star Wars. I really, really, really like Robot Head. I, we're not sponsored by any of these people by any means. We just we appreciate who they but are. But if ever any of you come across any of these podcasts, feel free to reach out. We'd love to talk to you because we are fanboys. Love fanboys, and we have so many questions, and we appreciate everything you guys do. But Robot Head really, really gets into how Star Wars ruined was ruined by Disney, and not just the financial aspect but just how it divides the fans and how the physics are broken and all this and that but either way i think that's all we have for you guys today just a little on canon and eu i i just want to reiterate had they never made the distinction between what is canon and what is eu 
Star Wars could have had the possibility of staying Star Wars, not ever having been divided. There will always be disagreements between fans, but the division was greater when they made the distinction of canon and EU. As long as money is the major driving factor, they will cause division. And as long as it's owned by Disney or uh, any company of that nature and scale, it's going to be driven by money, which I understand. That's the way of the world today, unfortunately. But what these companies need to realize is if you put it in the hands of someone who loved it and understood it and let them do what do justice to mm. the universe, you would make more money. You are losing money because... You threatened the fans, and this is what you get. Because you told the fans you don't matter. You know what? If I don't matter, I'll go elsewhere. I'll take my money to somewhere else. And that's why I'm spending money on 40k figurines. That's why I'm spending more money on Halo. That's why I got back <laughs> into painting minifigs. But, alright guys. we well, oh, Don't even get me started on spending money. because <laughs> I play Magic the Gathering, so... Alright. All right, thank you guys. Reach out to us, hive of scummy villains at gmail.com, and can't wait to hear from you sometime sorry. soon. Sorry, I got so heated. Sometimes I just can't control myself. Have it a happens. good day. <laughs>